maintenance requirements or your car will be grounded any time. How do I sustain the operation of the spirit of wisdom in my life? Because you are receiving it tonight if you are ready for it. I said you are receiving it tonight. And the truth is that you are entitled to double of it. Let me tell you this. This is an encounter I had with God. Real life. Getting ready to launch into full-time ministry, I was moving around our dining area one day and the Lord said to me, my son, David, I know his voice. I'm conversant with his voice. Every man must know the voice of his wife and everyone must know the voice of the husband. Whether the door is locked or open, you will know whether it's your wife talking or not. Even if you have 10 children, you will still know the voice of your wife. I know the voice of this man. And I want you to know that by what to receive the first night. And if you are not there the first night, I decree the release of that guardian spirit into your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hear what he said to me. My son David, I will not have you go like others have gone. I will have you laid hands upon so you can receive the spirit of wisdom after the order of Joshua in Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9. God was speaking to me and quoting scriptures to me. It was so clear. And I said, God, then who will lay hands on me? I don't know who you have ordained to do it. He said, send for my servant Adeboye. And I will have him lay hands on you. And you shall be filled with the spirit of wisdom. So you won't have to go like others have gone. <laughs> it will make a difference between you and those who don't have it. God spoke to me. I want to make a difference in your life. I want your ministry to be one with a difference. But we need the spirit of wisdom for that to happen. And I've appointed so and so to lay hands on you. So I sent for him. My story is clear. And then came 17th of, December, of September, 1983. The hands were laid. There was no jacket. There was no falling. But there was a receiving. Is somebody still here? Receive the transference of that same spirit of wisdom now. I mean, it was so clean an encounter. He said he was asking the Lord, what will I say when I get there? Listen to me, we never had any time to chat for one minute. We met at the meeting place. He finished ministering before we met. He said, we're asking the Lord, do I tell him that to provide? He said, God said, don't worry, he already knows that. He already knows that. He already knows that. God told him, I already knew. Because by 1982, he already showed me. And, and we have never met. There was no mobile phone. There's no phone talking on phone to anybody. You have to pray for landline to work. 
And God told him, he already knows that. He already knows that. He, God knows what to know. God knows what to know. And that hand was laid on me, man. The difference was clear from the beginning. From today, the difference will be clear in your life. It's not about speaking. It's about showing how it works in heaven. It's not about speaking. It's about showing how it works in heaven. It's not about teaching. It's about pointing the world to how it works in heaven. Yes. It's about pointing the world to how it works in heaven. It's not about speaking. It's about showing how it works in heaven. It's not about teaching. It's about pointing men to how it works in heaven. From this hour, your life will be a pointer to how it works in heaven. Your ministry will be a pointer to how it works in heaven. Your family will be a pointer to how it works in heaven. Your business will be a pointer to how it works in heaven. Somebody believe it, let me hear your loudest amen. That's why I said the spirit of wisdom is the gateway to a world of exploits. Let me share with you another experience and then we'll be rounding up and then go to the harvest of testimonies. <laughs> Sometimes 1990, we got into a place for a meeting and they showed us the room and they said, this was the room where uh, Kenneth Copeland stayed when he was around here in 1987. Ah, I told my wife, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity. So we're going to sleep and I said, Jesus, whatever is in this man that is not in me, as we sleep on this bed, and this man is not dead. Though. When Elisha died and they buried him and his body has rotten away and only bones remain, and a dead body was cast into that tomb and told the drivers of Elisha, the spirit of God, on his life, quicken that man back to life. I said, tonight, we lay on this bed and I open my heart to carry whatever is in Copeland. Then came the night and the Lord showed me in a vision and I saw an amputated hand and it was not hid. Worms were coming out of it. And compassion gave me. And I said, in the name of Jesus, and a brand new hand grew out. And the Lord said to me, I have brought you to the creative realm of your ministry today. The wisdom of God is primarily creative. When it showed up in Genesis chapter 1, it showed up as a creative force. So I encountered a transmission, a transference of the spirit of wisdom on another platform. Creative. It is that creative force that created faith tabernacle. 
It is that created force that created Covenant University. It is that creative spirit that created Landmark University. It is that creative spirit that is creating now Crown University. Is somebody hearing what I'm talking about? I have brought you to the creative realm of your ministry today. Come and say creative. You see something rotting in and you create a new order. You see something going down and you create a new order. I release the spirit of your life today. So there is nothing you are looking for from God that there are no human carriers. There is nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. I prayed, I prayed, and the answer God gave me is that I will have you laid hands upon so you can be filled with the of wisdom. I've been praying for wisdom for 28 months. And the answer is I will have you transferred into glory to God. Friends, that force must penetrate you tonight. That force must penetrate you tonight. It is that spirit, because the Bible says it's profitable to direct. It is that spirit that shows you which way to go, which turn to make, what stop to make. It is that spirit that directs you as to what to say, when to say it, how to say it. <laughs> it shows you the way to go. And it drives you to go there. You know, because every force of the spirit drives man. And the spirit drives him. Man, he drove us to building this tabernacle. Man, he was driving us. <laughs> what he showed me, the only way he will build it is to gather the missionaries, our missionaries, who are into building related disciplines. Because no contractor will take this one for anybody for one year. No contractor in this world. No contractor in America. There is no magic in China that will take it. No, there was not. And yet God has ordained to do it in one year. And so he directed to his own strategy. He directed through his own strategy. And he did it. People have asked us, do angels build here? Because Covenant University rose in seven months. How many months? March to October. It was in place. Road. Water, buildings. I decree the release of the spirit of wisdom into your life. Somebody receive it. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. In closing tonight, we look at four ways of sustaining the operation of the spirit of wisdom in our lives. Number one, 
you must maintain the fear of the Lord in your life. The fear of the Lord is your access, and the fear of the Lord is your security of that spirit. You must maintain the fear of the Lord as a lifestyle in your life. All these men of unusual dimension of this spirit, like Joseph, he said, but I fear God. Can I hear your amen? But I fear God. Genesis 42 verse 18. Daniel, they could not find anything against him except against the law of his God. Daniel chapter 6 verse 1 to 5. They couldn't find. He was a man that operated by the fear of the Lord as a lifestyle. It's not enough to have it. You must learn how to maintain it. Solomon didn't know how to maintain it. And it was turned to vanity. And he said, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. Solomon loved the Lord. He got it. Solomon loved many strange women. He lost it. First case chapter 11 verse 1. And Solomon loved many strange women. And he lost it. He loved many strange women. And he ended his journey in a shrine. The one who prayed and the glory of God in the temple ended his journey in a shrine. Vanity upon vanity, he said, all is vanity. If you don't maintain the fear of the Lord, it will be turned to vanity and make a mess of your life. Rekushi, Garatos, Kabbalah, Katagola. It's a spiritual treasure and can only be spiritually sustained. It's a spiritual treasure and can only be spiritually sustained. Number two, you must maintain a meek spirit. When you share the glory of it with him, it turns his back on you. It is not in me. The Lord will give Pharaoh an answer. This is not given to me because I'm wiser than anybody else. No. I'm among the dumbest. Daniel said, it's a gift of God. You must maintain meekness to sustain the operation of the spirit of the fear of the Lord. You must maintain meekness. Not everyone that ever had it succeed to keep it. Not everyone that ever had it enjoy it in growing dimension. So to have it, you must constantly ascribe the glory to sustain. You must ascribe the glory to God. Not to your PhD. Not to your DSC. Harvard. Not to your capacity as an individual. When Nebuchadnezzar said, this great kingdom which I built by my might, God said, okay, you walk on your four legs now. He was turned to a beast. He was turned to a beast. You must maintain meekness as a lifestyle to sustain this treasure called the spirit of wisdom. You must maintain it. Moses was the meekest man upon the face of the earth. Amen. He was the wisest that ever passed the planet out. Because no one knew how God created the world except Moses. He had unusual insight. The deep, deep things of God. <laughs> Man. But he was the meekest man on the face of the earth. And so he, he had it through to heaven. In fact, God had to translate him 
practically. He was a God on the earth. He maintained it. Meekness empowered him to maintain it. And in the morning today, we receive the spirit of meekness. How many enjoy that? Okay, we receive the spirit of meekness. And so that must be maintained. That must be maintained. Everyone going up by this meeting, none of you will come down forever. None of you will come down forever. Number three, you must maintain an effective altar of prayer. An effective altar of prayer. You must maintain an effective altar of prayer. Because thou will show me the path of life in thy presence. In thy presence. So his presence is the fountain of his wisdom. So we must maintain a sweet communion with him on the prayer altar. Call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not. And Daniel will pray three times a day. How many times a day? And he was as wise as the angels of God. The Bible says the spirit of the Holy Ghost was in him. It was an oracle. But it was constantly in God's presence. They said, if you pray again, we will kill you. Ah, that's my life. You open this window. You can't find a wise man who is not constantly in touch with God. The spirit of wisdom demands that you walk effectively with God only wise. For he that walks with the wise shall be wise. A companion of who shall be destroyed. Please understand it. Can I tell you this? There is no school in this world where they can unravel how things happen here. There is no school in this world. There is no school. How can you get three million dollars in five weeks without making announcement? There is no such schools. How about we only teach you how to borrow? They will only teach you how to borrow. Landmark University without any offering taken. Gakoki Kaka. Crazy cannot He can do anything that he shows you how to do. Maintain an effective prayer order. Which way, Lord? Thank you, Jesus. There must be a way out, there must be a way up. There must be a way forward. Nekosia leta, rekastaplori ale kete suzi, me pali sagelerodia. You know all things. You know all things. Thank you, Jesus. And then light begins to dawn. That's how they do it. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. This is so important. And I want to believe somebody's destiny has changed already. <laughs> to maintain this, you must continue to keep company with the wise. He that works with the wise shall be wise, a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Fellowship with those who fear God. Fellowship with those who love God. Fellowship with those who have respect for the integrity of the word of God. And then you'll just be going up. Glory to God. 
And to maintain this, finally, commit yourself to healthy, focused meditation. Healthy and focused meditation. Any issue arises and you need a way out, he said, through desire, a man having separated himself, seek it and intermeddle with all wisdom. You must constantly engage in purposeful and focused meditation. Purposeful and focused meditation. Ladies and gentlemen, the master plan of this grant was divinely delivered. Divinely what? Delivered. There is no master plan company that did it. It was divinely delivered within five days that I was in his presence. <laughs> God is a master architect. He's a master designer. He's a town planner. He's a regional planning expert. He knows it. Believe me, I had no idea of the survey plan. When God said, this shall be called Shiloh, that shall be called Moriah, that shall be called Hebron. And the topographical survey just agreed 110%. All the sewage driven from up here down to the valley. I had no idea. Purposeful, focused meditation is one way you keep the spirit of wisdom activated in your life. What it does is to enhance your divine capacity to know. What you do is to engage him in your quest to know. He is not knowledge. He just empowers your insight. For the spirit of God searches all things. Yea, the deep things of God. So he empowers your search. So he can facilitate your findings. It's not that he finds for you. You have to engage him to find. Is somebody stay blessed? <laughs> Glory to God. If something of this magnitude that God did that we see today was executed purely by his wisdom, anything can happen in your life. And I decree that between now and next year, what may not have happened in 50 years in your life, according to that testimony, will happen within one year. Why? You belong by covenant to a one-year return family. By covenant, you belong to a one-year return family. Because the Bible said, as Isaac, we are children of promise. And Isaac sold in that land and reap in the same year a hundredfold. And God increased him. And he went forward. He worked strong. He became very great. And the Philistines. And that, my son said, that without any human connection. So the open door does not have anybody to say thank you to. It was divinely open. It is the kind of door that we open to you within one year. saw any man to acquire this land though. We never saw any man. No man. So there's no man to go and thank. We never saw any ballet. We never saw any king. Anybody. 
we just saw God and God apportioned it. It is the same way he will apportion to you wonders within the next one year. Is somebody excited? Give the Lord the big, big hand, everybody. Amen. definite about the delivery of their desire for double portion of the spirit of wisdom tonight. If you are in school, it will distinguish you. You are in ministry, it will distinguish your ministry. You are in business, it will distinguish you in that business. You are in any career or discipline, it will show you up there. This wisdom is a people announcing virtue. It announces men. It announces what? There is a man in thy kingdom who, in the days of thy father. <laughs> His name is called Daniel. He's an old man now. Call him. He can read the unreadable. Call him. He can interpret your own dream. Call him. He can dissolve doubt. Chapter 5 of Daniel verse 11. It announces man. <laughs> it announces Joseph from the prison. It will announce you. Headline worthy news. We have you on this year. To a city, almost the whole city gathered to hear the wisdom. They gathered to hear the wisdom. Almost the whole city. It is self announcing. I decree that virtue into your lives tonight in the name of Jesus. Somebody believe that. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a big hand of praise. Hallelujah. When the power came on Peter, he erupted in wisdom. And when Peter stood on the day of Pentecost, man, that was a professor emeritus. You see how he discharged the history of God's people from the beginning without holding any note in his hand. Somebody here is living here as a wisdom explosive. <laughs> Choir sing it while we're getting ready to be imparted tonight. The power, the power, the Pentecostal power is just the same today. Shall we all rise and sing? Whatever came on Peter that time is coming on you tonight. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. I said, whatever came on the church that time is coming on you personally tonight. And when they saw the boldness of Peter, James, and John, and they knew they were ignorant and unlearned men, 
they took knowledge of them that they have been with Christ. They were duplicating Jesus. They were replicating the wisdom of Christ. They were ignorant and unschooled men. When that wisdom came to Jesus, they said, I don't know this man let us since he never went to school. Man, things that men cannot imagine you do, they'll be happening in your life from now. Let's sing it for a few minutes while the other brethren get back to their seat. Go ahead. The power, the power, the Pentecostal power is just the same today. No matter what they say, the power, the power, the Pentecostal power is just the same today. Therefore, at the end of 14 years, what happens? What happens? What must happen? What must happen to you? What must happen to your family? Must, what must happen in your career? What must happen in your business? What must happen in your ministry? What must happen to your health? What must happen to your spiritual life? What must happen to your intellect? Well, he wept over Jerusalem because they didn't know the timings and what each timings contain. But thank God you know it. Wherever you are tonight, very briefly, he said, I will take of the spirit that is upon you and I will place it upon them that they may operate in your class. And he said, I am the Lord. I change Lord. Father, take of the spirit of wisdom you have placed on your son. You are the giver, you are the taker, you are the transferrer. Transfer my portion to me tonight. 
Go ahead and pray, everybody. Transform my...